0: Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Good morning. morning. How are you all? Great. Well, this is TCC International as we have been saying all along. Uh, we know that we've been talking about the church as an airport, not the destination. This congregational meeting is not the destination of our faith, but our works out away from here in the world. That's why we meet together here. Because the world cannot give us empowerment. The world cannot give us refreshing. But we can come together as believers bound together by the Holy Spirit of God and we can become renewed and we can become reactivated and we can be uh, given intellectual basis and spiritual basis whereby we can go out into the world and do works of ministry, good deeds, loving deeds in all the world. so we've set this up over here are the arrivals. We believe God, the Holy Spirit. Say it with me. We believe God, the Holy Spirit, alive in His people, comforts, guides, and empowers them to live like Jesus. Yes, indeed. We learn about our faith and trust in Jesus Christ because of the inner admonition of it by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if we believe that, then it's more easy to get on the plane and depart and go do things. So let's read this. Therefore, we will live courageous lives of surrender and dependence on the Holy Spirit's power. Yes, indeed. But the Holy Spirit... Oh my goodness. You know, the Father, it's easy to understand, the Father may be being farther away from us because we don't see Him. Jesus is closer to us because we have seen Him and touched Him on the earth. And He said, wherever two or three are gathered in My name, there will I be in your midst. But the Holy Spirit, we've, we've got a problem, some of us, some of you don't, but probably many of you do, have a problem of seeing the Holy Spirit as a person, yet he's the closest of the Godhead to you in that if you believe and trust in Jesus Christ, if you have asked Jesus Christ to come into your life and save you, confessing your sin, repenting of your old way of thinking and believing and trusting in Jesus Christ, then Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to live in us, inside, in us, with us, constantly. No, we have this this idea of the airport. And you know that when you go to the airport, you're, you're not likely to get on a boat. And when you go to the airport, you're not likely to leave on a train. And when you go to the airport, you're not likely to leave on your vacation or ministry work on a bus. But you would expect to leave on an airplane. And I want to say right now, concerning Flight 17, we're very sorry and very heartbroken over the loss of life over in the Ukraine. But let me tell you something. The airplane I'm talking about cannot fail, cannot be brought down. The airplane of the Christian life empowered by the Holy Spirit of God is absolutely secure in every way. Bolstered and backed by the power of God and the scriptures say, the Lord is with us, who can be against us? You know, it was Father's Day not long ago, and as it turns out, I gave that message. But for Father's Day, I got a gift. Now, this may seem to be a funny gift, this is the gift, it's, it's a propeller. But my daughter Lisa and Devon, Captain Devin Jewell, sent me this propeller because they know that I'm very interested in aviation. I'm very, very bought in to the whole idea of flight and flying and everything. But I'd like to tell you and show you that this propeller cannot do anything like this. This propeller needs to be attached to an engine. And then, you know, some people believe that when the propeller goes around, it gets its power by screwing itself through the air. But that's not what it is. There's a uh, uh, physics law, law of physics, that says, Whenever there is an action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So, what the propeller does is blow air backwards, and that, by the law of physics, moves the plane forward. And the faster the propeller goes, the faster the plane moves forward. You know, it's, it's very interesting in that regard. I have one more prop. That's a real prop, but this I have a cross section of a wing. Now, I apologize. <laughs> to me, it looks more like a whale halfway in. But the idea here is for you to see that when the propeller, moves the plane forward, wind starts coming over the wings. And the wings are shaped something like this. There's a flat surface on the bottom, and there's an elevated surface which tapers in the back on the top. Now, what the story here is, is that air molecules have a great deal of pressure exerted on them. That pressure tends to keep the air molecules right where they are in relativity to the ground. So you see if wind molecules are blowing on the bottom of the wing, they're just acting normally. But if they're coming over the top of the wing, they have to speed up because they have to meet those bottom air molecules right where they were when they started out in the beginning of the wind. So you can see wing, they go faster on the top. They have to speed up in order to make that happen. And when the, when the molecules speed up, the wind speeds up over the wing, it's, it's less pressure exerted at that point on the wing. So from the bottom, from the bottom of the wing, the wind pushes up and that gives us lift and that is what makes the airplane fly. Is that lift, the pressure of the air from the bottom, catching up with the air running across the top. Now I would like to submit to you That in this life, that our engine which drives our faith plane forward is the Holy Spirit of God. He has the power of God Almighty. He's got the direction. There's no problems in the Godhead. They all agree on the right same direction For life and faith. And I would like to submit to you that the pressure that causes us to rise like the air beneath the wings is also the Holy Spirit lifting us up, giving us reason, giving us purpose, giving us power and authority to go into the world and do good deeds. He is the driving force behind us. Now, right there, right there, yes, some people say, well, I don't feel no Holy Spirit. My life seems, you know, unempowered. Well, that may be so. It may be so even for a Christian. Because you see, if you don't get in the plane of faith and you don't shove the throttle forward and you don't engage the engine, then you won't feel anything. You'll stay in the airport. But if desire and the biggest thing, guys, the love of God. If you love God and you can help make yourself love God by asking God for that love, asking God for greater faith, guess who applies that to you? Holy Spirit. Absolutely. It's when we get our eyes off God and we get our eyes on the world, and one of the worst things we can do is to get our eyes on ourselves, trust me, doing the work of God is much more exciting, much more fulfilling than inward contemplation. Getting out there, getting to work, well, we've got hundreds of ways to work in the Christianity. But you know, we've got, we've got an evil adversary. And he doesn't want you to seek more love of God. He doesn't want you to love your neighbor. He doesn't want you to feel that draw. That's what it is. If you're feeling a draw to believe, if you're feeling a draw to accept the Holy Spirit in your life, if you want to get out there, maybe you've just sat there before, but you've wanted to get out there into ministry and get going and join one of our opportunities here at Taric Community Church, then that's the Holy Spirit nudging you. And the devil wants you to say, No, not now. I'm too busy. Or, No, not now. I don't know enough about what to do. Or, no, not now, I'm not feeling the greatest, I don't know what's going on in my life, I've got troubles with, uh, where are our troubles? Our troubles are in relationships, our troubles are physical, our troubles are mental, our troubles are spiritual, all that kind of stuff. And the devil wants you to look at those and not respond to the Holy Spirit. But if you do respond to the Holy Spirit, you'll feel him. Once you do, that's like taking that step of faith. Once you feel the Holy Spirit enliven you, once you feel that you've done a good thing, then you'd be hooked. Absolutely, and you will love it and want it all the rest of the days of your life. Praise God. So today let us decide that we believe that we have arrived here and now we are going to go and courageously live lives of surrender and dependence on the Holy Spirit. That's what matters. That's what matters, dear ones, is that we do that because the Holy Spirit's main work now, I've talked about him enlivening us, and, and you'll see on your little uh, handout, your boarding pass, that's, that's an interesting seat. On my boarding pass, I've got C-29B. You know where that is? Uh, that, that's in the back of the plane. <laughs> That's where the ride is the most choppy, and it's probably the last seat. I've been in that seat a lot on planes. That's the one right next to the toilet. <laughs> and it's seat B, so that's right in between the screaming children or the, or the sweaty businessmen and all that kind of stuff that you can't get out of, even if you have to, to go to the toilet. But there is no seat like that in loving God. There is no bad perspective. There's no pillar that you have to look around. There's no distance that you are away, that you don't feel part of things. Every seat is first class. Absolutely, let me tell you. Look at what on your little cards. Take out your little cards. Galatians 3.2 I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by observing the law? That's what Satan wants for you to decide that your life needs to be lived around the law. The laws you make up and the laws of God, the Ten Commandments. But that would be improper usage of the law because the law is there to show us that we need God. That we are fallen and we need to be forgiven. Or he says, did you receive the Spirit by observing the law or by believing what you heard? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit today when you leave? Believing and trusting in the Holy Spirit of God, the power of God, to change your life for the better. He's our promise. Galatians 3.14 He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. The Old Testament guys They were told there's coming a day. There's a day coming. God will give a day when old men will dream dreams and young men will see visions and he will pour out his spirit on his men's servants and his his women's servants and they shall prophesy. That day is coming and has come. When you receive Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit enters you and that passage pertains to you. So don't listen to the deceiver. Don't listen to the liar that tells you you can't. Listen to the Lord that says, I will help you do it. I will be with you. Galatians 6.8 The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Yes, the Father's idea of loving us so much that he doesn't want us to perish, but that all should come to life, and Jesus coming to earth to teach that very thing and then doing the work on the cross of dying and resurrecting and sending the Spirit. The Spirit is involved in our salvation also. All three in the Godhead are involved intricately in our salvation. The Spirit will guide you. The Spirit will lead you if you open up to it. But you take your eyes off Jesus Take let your heart wander away to the things of the earth. Business, stuff, bad relationships, all that kind of stuff. All you do is take your eyes off Jesus and it all gets forgotten. That's a problem with humanity, is that we forget our God. We are prone, like the old hymn says, we are prone to wander prone to leave the God I love. So we need to keep ourselves transfixed upon Jesus Christ. Absolutely. He's our counselor and teacher. If we listen to him, this is what? But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Don't know the Bible? Don't know how to apply the Bible? Guess what? Your eyes aren't on Jesus. So then you don't believe in the Holy Spirit of God, who is the very one, his, his main work. The main work of the Holy Spirit is to tell you that Jesus is the way, truth, and life. The Holy Spirit is how we get that validation in our hearts and minds that Jesus is the truth, the only way to salvation, the true God and the life everlasting. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, counselor and teacher. The Holy Spirit also prays for us. The Holy Spirit is also the power of the gospel. 1 Thessalonians 1.5 Because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit, with deep conviction, you know how we lived among you for your sake. Don't worry that you might flub up the words to tell somebody you love them. Don't worry that you don't know enough about evangelism to put out a slick uh, presentation to somebody. The Holy Spirit. Christ told the disciples, don't worry when you're brought before magistrates. Don't worry what you're going to say. What did he say? The Holy Spirit will give you utterance. We just have to be ready prepared and go absolutely marvelous marvelous guarantee of redemption the last one and then we'll finish Ephesians 1:13 beautiful and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation having believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. We are the guaranteed our salvation and we are validated in that by the Holy Spirit inside. Praise God Almighty. He doesn't leave us powerless. You have all the power you need to be Outstanding in ministry. There's no gradation. Trust me about this. There's no gradation. Just because you see somebody else doing a real bang up job and you don't think you'll do that good, don't listen to the devil who will tell you then, well, you can't do it because you wouldn't be that good. We don't know. We don't know the lives we change who've been looking at us from the side or or a distance. We just need to go and be that example of faith and trust in Jesus Christ, led by and empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. We need to get on that airplane. We need to shove that throttle all the way forward and leave the airport and get out there into ministry. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, bless your holy name. Thank you. I pray you will fall afresh upon us today. I pray that you will empower us to look at Jesus Christ, keep our eyes, our hearts, and minds fixed upon him all the days of our lives, and thereby be willing to be moved by you into doing ministry, to getting out there and trying it and letting you have authority in our lives. We just pray it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.